0: For 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530-0800, or check out our website at
1: myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, bringing you a wide variety of good information all about you and your health. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and you can tune in next Sunday for Kevin's discussion on vegan whole food supplements. The show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com, and you can access that at any time. You can also visit the Village Green site or the store on Cedar Lane for all kinds of expert advice on a wonderful array of supplements. Now, our topic today is Pain Connections, support for chronic pain sufferers and their families. And we'll be speaking with Gwen Herman. She's going to give you a lot of good information about what pain is, how to handle it, techniques. This is a wealth of information. What I'm going to cover ahead of that is some of the nutritional dietary approaches. And Gwen talks about uh, this is covered in her book. And what I'd like to do is just cover for you from a nutritional aspect, dietary aspect, what can we do to reduce pain, to reduce inflammation and improve healing. So, first of all, diet. Now, you hear this all the time, that we've got to get rid of all the unhealthy foods and the artificial additives. But that's the truth. And the truth is that the diet needs to be organic, free of all artificial additives, pesticides, coloring, flavoring, artificial sweeteners. That is critical. No diet anything. These artificial sweeteners, they work against us, they impact negatively on the immune system and diet soda absolutely out. Now, I've mentioned before that these can put on weight. They actually, the artificial sweeteners and the diet drinks actually lower metabolism. This is very well established and they tend to make the person hungrier and they consume more calories in the long run. What else? Hydrogenated oils, trans fatty acids, one of the most pro-inflammatory agents in the diet. We haven't banned them, but we're on the way. So all margarines, any partially hydrogenated oil food has to come out. Deep fried foods, refined grains, and some people say, oh, I eat whole wheat bread. If it's soft and fluffy, I can tell you it's, it's refined. A real whole grain is like real oatmeal, soaked. It's, it's not anything instant. So it's getting back to nature, getting back to real foods. But what else about the diet can be an impact? There are foods that are pro-inflammatory. So what foods can increase inflammation? excess omega-6 fatty acids, which are found in our vegetable oils, such as corn, soy, and peanut oil. Now, this is relative to omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are anti-inflammatory, and they come from beans, nuts, and seeds, and that's their vegetable source, but the more direct source, EPA and DHA, from fish and fish sources and algae sources. Now, we need both of these. Omega-6 and omega-3 are essential, but the Western diet is far too high in omega six which is pro-inflammatory. So think of a teeter-totter and needing balance. And we are among the lowest in intake in the world for omega-3 fatty acids. Just as a side point, the half a century or more of consuming hydrogenated oils, hydrogenated oils are antagonists to omega-3 fatty acids. They antagonize DHA in the brain. It affects development, focus, attention. So our years of that consumption, and people say, well, I don't do that anymore. But if grandmom and mom ate margarine, there is an alteration in the way the genes express themselves for multiple generations. And that's called epigenetics, something we've talked about before. Another thing to consider. The nightshades. I don't know if you've heard of the nightshades and what they are. The nightshades are a family of foods called solanaceae, and they contain solanine, which is a pro-inflammatory agent. Not everybody is sensitive to them. What are they? Tomatoes, white potato, Not the sweet potato, but the white potato, and that includes red skin potatoes, peppers, green, red, and yellow, eggplant, and even tobacco. And in those who are sensitive, they increase inflammation. They can cause crippling arthritis. So many people avoid these, especially when they've got pain. Uh, To really test it out, you need to go off of them for a length of time. It may take a month or more to notice the difference. Uh, And they can have a long-term effect. So... Some people are sensitive. Not everybody is. But those are foods to think twice about. For some people, citrus foods can increase inflammation. So it's something to look up and, and inform yourself about. So what what else can we do? Salmon, omega-3 fatty acids, good, good food. Onions, excellent, excellent food to consume. Garlic, antioxidant foods, the berries, sweet potatoes, and generally the foods that are rich and deep in color are the ones that you want to consume. So that would be your dark berries, your uh, darker colored. Now that doesn't mean you don't eat cauliflower and celery. You want variety, absolute variety. But the, the colorful foods give us a lot of the antioxidants. So that's something to think about as well. Now, what else can we do? Let's take a look at nutrients and which nutrients can be very, very helpful. Vitamin C is a nutrient that is anti-inflammatory. And I think most people are aware of the role of vitamin C in Uh, the diet. Now, it is found in fruits and it's destroyed by cooking. Uh, Unfortunately, its best sources are green peppers and tomatoes and potatoes. And we've just said that those foods are not ideal when you're trying to reduce inflammation. So you can take supplements of vitamin C very easily. Another nutrient you don't hear much about is pantothenic acid, B5, calcium pantothenate. It is an unsung hero in my book. Uh, it's, it has a wide range of importance. It's an antihistamine. It's anti-inflammatory. It supports adrenal function. We use this a lot. Unlike vitamin C, you can take large doses without developing a loose stool. And when you get a loose stool with vitamin C, you know that you have just exceeded what your body needs. And so people can judge what they need by what we call the bowel effect. And uh, B vitamins, the B5 that I just spoke about, uh, people can handle 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams a day. You see it mostly in 100 milligrams to 500. There is no toxicity to that one, and you get a lot of bang for your buck. Vitamin D, absolutely essential. You must have a test. You cannot just go by the general recommendation. Some people have extraordinarily high needs. Some may need 800 IUs a day. Some may need 10,000. You need to meet the goal, and the lab test should be 60 to 80 nanograms per ml. Magnesium, Nature's wonderful anti-inflammatory. It also affects mood, mind, memory, uh, muscles, metabolism, all these M words, easy to remember. It's more critical for bone than calcium because it's important to get calcium into the bone. People who take calcium without magnesium are going to accelerate inflammation and ectopic calcifications. So magnesium is important. The omega-3 fatty acids, some people use flaxseed oil, but you have to take an awful lot of that to convert to what we need, which is EPA and DHA. And EPA is the more uh, anti-inflammatory of the omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, There are a lot of other nutrients that are important. The B vitamins, glucosamine healing, quercetin, and even injections of methyl B12 to heal our aching nerves. So I wish we could cover more. I want you to stay tuned. This is Dana Lake with the Essentials of Healthy Living, and we will be right back after this break with Gwen Herman. MegaFood Premium
2: Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended mega food believes mother nature knows best they select only fresh whole food harvested at the peak of ripeness handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle mega food from farm to tablet
4: Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your Omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet
5: Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary.
0: Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads. It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. This show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health we are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and you can tune in next week for Kevin's discussion on vegan whole food supplements Now the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com and you can visit the site to hear previous radio shows including this one in the future. So today our guest is Gwen Herman and our topic is pain connection support for the chronic pain sufferers and their families. Now Gwen is a licensed certified clinical social worker and diplomat in clinical social work. She has more than 30 years experience Experience in the field of alcoholism and addictions, physical and sexual abuse, dual diagnoses, and 14 years of her experience is in the field of chronic pain, and that's our subject. Now, Gwen is the founder and executive director of Pain Connection Chronic Pain Outreach Center uh, Inc., and that's been since April 1999. Welcome to the show, Gwen. Yeah.
6: Thank you very much.
1: Uh, Tell us, first of all, a little bit about your background and how you became interested in this very important subject of pain.
6: Yes. Um, I had two small children at the time. My daughter just turned four. My son was five and a half, and I was taking them to preschool, you know, to drop them off. I had a, you know, a small private practice. I'm a clinical social worker, so I, you know, have a home office. And I was just waiting on line, you know, waiting for the school to, you know, start. I was at the stop sign, not moving or anything. And I just bent over to my right to get my sunglasses when all of a sudden, pow, you know, the person behind me hit, hit, you know, hit into our car. And um I blacked out a little bit, you know, and I turned around, you know, to check the kids. They were in their car seats. They were okay. And I just couldn't believe that somebody hit me because, you know, we weren't going anywhere and got out of my car, and, the, you know, the woman just said she was sorry. She was just, um, by accident, she put her foot on the gas instead of the brake and went, you know, full throttle into me. Um, you know, dropped the kids off, uh, went to the office, and they told me I looked a little peakish at the time and told me to sit down. I told them what happened. Called my husband, who's a attorney and was working with personal injury, so I heard a lot of stories about it. And um told him what happened to me, and I said, You'll, you won't believe it, this <laughs> is what happened to me. And then I felt okay, went home, um, was seeing a couple, you know, in my office. And around maybe 20 minutes into the session, all of a sudden I just developed this excruciating pain in my neck, shoulders, and then into my head, and just an awful, awful migraine that was just pounding. And I, you know, didn't know what hit me at the time. And I, you know, tried to continue with the session, but there was no way I could do it because I was in such intense pain, so I had to end it. Uh, My husband came and took me to a, you know, 24-hour emergency center. They took an X-ray, told me I had whiplash, gave me a couple of medicines, and told me I'd be okay in 48 hours. So, um, you know, I believed it and couldn't believe how much pain I was in. And went home, took the medicine, and then maybe a few hours later, broke out completely in hives all over my body and had to go back to the hospital. And that's how my whole trek into chronic pain started. And You really
1: got thrown into it, literally.
6: <laughs> literally. I knew nothing about chronic pain. You know, I've been working with people in all different areas all these years, and I don't remember anybody ever talking to me about their chronic pain and, um, you know, that, so that's something that's completely turned around my life and also my practice also. And uh, what happened is that, you know, I had, you know, went to different doctors to find out what was wrong with me. Eventually you know, I had MRI and um, found out that my disc was protruding. I uh, went to different doctors. You know, some people said that I shouldn't operate. Some people said I should operate right away um, to do conservative treatment. I had no idea what to do and I was in such pain and I had two small children at the time and I was I was a complete mess so I had to rely on my husband for everything and our friends who had to take the kids back and forth I wasn't able to drive couldn't turn my head um, I was crying every day because the pain was so bad I went to doctors was given so many different medications and every one I had a severe reaction to And they kept telling me I was so sensitive to pain. And a friend of mine said, there's no way you could be sensitive to pain because you went through two natural childbirths. So um, they kind of put a little bit into perspective about that because I felt like they were blaming me for my pain because I wasn't getting better. Um, I had horrible experiences um, going for an MRI myself because it was so loud I needed to get out and they didn't want to let me out and I had to scream at them. So along the way, I just learned all these different survival techniques, you know, about never going to an appointment by yourself, you know, writing notes of um, everything that you need to say and taking somebody with you, you know, to appointments. Because when I would go, I was in so much pain and I was, you know, so vulnerable at the time and wanted to find out the answer about my pain and had to get rid of it so I can get back to my normal life again. And what happens when you're in pain, you don't always hear everything correctly, Um, We easily get agitated, angry, you know, because of the heightened sense that's going on in our body. So it's really good to bring somebody with you. And I had gone to a support group in somebody's home, and all they talked about at the time was about suicide and just, you know, heavy narcotics. And it was just something that I felt like I wasn't, you know, that's not where I was at at the time. And I was very depressed going in, and I felt like killing myself on the way out. And um, I promised myself once I got okay that I would start a support group and to teach people, you know, how to cope with their lives and, and the different options available. So it took, you know, operations, several procedures. I went to Hopkins. I had a procedure there done. I had so many different injections. Um, went to so many different providers. Uh, physical therapy, they weren't able to touch me because I was in so much pain. And um, along the way, uh, my body started to... Of my autoimmune system started to break down also. So, besides the chronic pain in my neck, it started spreading throughout my body. So, at first, I was told I had myofascial pain and you know, in the shoulders and neck area, and that was creating the migraines. Then it went throughout my body, and I developed fibromyalgia. And then along the way, um, my thyroid wasn't working well, so I have a thyroid problem. Then I found out I was um, gluten intolerant. And um, dairy, I had a problem with dairy because I was breaking out in hives all the time. So I had to change my whole diet. And I did go to numerous different doctors. I finally have a pain doctor who is excellent. He's a physiatrist. And I really feel like I have a team member on my team now. And I go to acupuncture weekly. I do a variety of things. I do Chinese medicine now. And I'm still trying to get the right formula, you know, to help me. I do guided imagery, which really saves me, Um, meditation, you know, breathing exercises. I've learned how to pace myself. Um, I also do a lot of different herbs, and I take lots of different vitamins and supplements. And I do take medicine also, you know, to help me sleep at night and then to help with my overall body pain. So it's a combination of so many different techniques, and um, it's just such a big area out there. And what happened when I started out, there was nothing there was just nothing out there so eventually i got myself together in 19 i guess it was uh, 1999 yeah because the accident was in 1995 and that's when i started a support group and it was very hard to support start a support group because nobody wanted to give me space because i wasn't an organization and i got really frustrated because you know i wanted to start something but i couldn't but they were telling me i couldn't start it So finally i convinced the library, the Davis Library in Bethesda, to let me start a group. And um, it was just really word of mouth. I just put up flyers all around. And um, that first group, people started coming in, and it just felt like all these wounded soldiers were coming into the room. And what had happened over the years was that I'd lost confidence in myself. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, these people are looking to me for answers. And I couldn't, you know, I, it really made me, focus into myself and, you know, get a grip on myself. So what happened was also seeing about how volunteering and helping other people really help you also, you know, focus and kind of push the pain to the side, you know, a distraction.
1: Well, you know, your story is is very important, and there's some things you said that I would like to emphasize for our listeners. Yeah. Taking someone with you to the appointment. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've just finished uh, our, our second book, and it's on autism because that's one of my specialties. But the book I want to write next is How to Go to the Doctor.
6: Yes, definitely.
1: Yes. And I give my pa- my patients an outline of how to do it, um, take someone with you, exactly what you said, no matter how much you may know as a health practitioner, once you're a patient, You become like other patients. You can't hear everything they're saying. You can't necessarily take it in logically. And I always tell people a one sheet piece of paper um, that has your history, no sentences, just kind of outline date what happened, date what happened list of medicines and then another sheet that has your questions because what I found in and you I'm sure have found this is that when you hand any health practitioner a list of questions they will focus on that yes yeah. and the other thing you mentioned that people may not be aware of the pain is a full body disorder yes There's a gossip line in our brain that knows everything that's going on and tells everything else in the body. So if we've got inflammation in one place, the rest of the body knows it. Uh, The connections are there. We're, you know, the web. Our bodies are like a web. Whatever happens in one part, it resonates and, and affects another part. And you described it very well as to all of the areas. Your endocrine system was affected. Your ability to function, uh, think, (laughs) sleep—you know—so many aspects of your health are affected, and I'm not sure that in the past that was addressed. I think that seems to be something we're more currently aware of. What do you think, Gwen? Oh no,
6: definitely, yeah. Because I mean, we're we're raised. Um, you know, when we get pain is, you know, just grin and bear it and forget about it and you're a crybaby. And we only saw pain as just a physical, you know, reaction. But what happens with chronic pain is that it affects the whole entire system and it affects your career, it affects your spirituality, you know, your sexuality, you know, how you function as a mother, father or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a grandparent, and it affects your job, it affects finances, it affects every aspect of your life, and not only your life, but your whole family is affected also. You know, I saw how my children got affected by it because, you know, at first after my operation I had a neck brace on because I had eventually had this surgery. I had a neck brace on and I had a, um, a walking cane because I had a hip graft also. So, I mean, that they could understand the children at that age, but once that was gone, you know, pain is invisible. You cannot see pain at all. So people don't know what you're going through. You know, when usually when people come into a support group and all of a sudden I look at everybody, I said, if anybody walked in right now, nobody would know that we have pain. No, that was after hearing everybody's story. So
1: that's The Invisibility, and and that's uh, the book you co-authored. And what I'd like to do is cover more about that in the next segment. For those of you who have just tuned in with us, you're with Dana Lake. I'm your host. The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, and we're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We will be right back after this break with more interesting information on The Pain Connection.
2: Whether you're an active baby boomer, a weekend warrior, or a professional athlete, Boron's Arnicare Gel is the perfect solution to all life's little injuries. Arnicare, which contains the healing benefits of homeopathic Arnica Montana, can be used safely to treat muscle pain, stiffness, swelling, and bruising due to minor injuries, overexertion, and surgery. The non-greasy gel has no artificial colors, perfumes, or parabens. Arnicare is also available in cream and ointment formulas. You can find Arnicare at Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda. Visit Arnicare on the web at arnicare.com.
4: Um, New from Garden of Life, Vitamin Code Raw Multivitamins. They are the only raw multivitamin to include live enzymes and probiotics, amino acids, and antioxidants. They are gluten and dairy-free with no soy allergens. Vitamin Code is uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, and binder-free. Vitamin Code Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Go beyond vitamins and minerals. Get the code, Vitamin Code. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
0: Get the one tiny pearl that delivers big acidophilus, 900% more. Get acidophilus pearls from enzymatic therapy. Each little pearl-shaped capsule makes a big impact, delivering up to 900% more live probiotics to the intestine than other products. This revolutionary product age digestion, supports a healthy immune system, and is perfect for travelers who want to enhance intestinal health. This season, make sure to take the pearls that give you big acidophilus. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
3: Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new CogniSure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. CogniSure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and CogniSure. Remember Cognizure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary.
4: Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D-1000 and D-5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane here in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we both try to bring you a lot of really good information interesting information all about you and your health. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Tune in next week. Kevin will be discussing vegan whole food supplements. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. Now, our guest today is Gwen Herman, and our topic is pain connections, support for chronic pain sufferers and their families. And Gwen is a licensed, certified clinical social worker and diplomat in clinical social work, and she has more than 30 years of clinical experience with 14 of those in the field of chronic pain. And we discussed that she herself went through a serious accident and debilitating, handicapping chronic pain, and she used her skills and her education uh, to start uh, I guess you're the co-founder and executive director, Gwen, of Pain Connection Chronic Pain Outreach Center, and that started in 1999. I want to also mention we were beginning to talk about your book, your co-author of Making the Invisible Visible, Chronic Pain Manual for Healthcare Providers, and you wrote that with Mary French. Yes. So uh, let's carry on our conversation about... Strategies. It seems to me that when you set up your first support group, you were looking to give people strategies, not for people to just sit and complain. What definitely. can they do about it? Is that right?
6: Oh, that's definitely the, the thing because I want people to go away with something. Because I remember, you know, going from appointment to appointment, and all I was told was you just have to live with it, and that makes somebody really suicidal because you know you're in so much pain. So the whole focus of pain connection is to give people different ways of coping with their chronic pain, to help normalize what they're going through, to talk about you know what's happening in their family and their lives. And during the years I developed a, a lot of different theories. And so I was putting them together and I wanted to write a book, but it, it was I just couldn't do it because I, it was just so overwhelming and because of my pain level because I only have like a certain amount of time during the day when I can do things. So finally, I met um, Mary French, who's also a clinical social worker, registered nurse. and um, together we combined our efforts, and she helped you know get the book together, and Mary's an expert in trauma and um, teaching people how to do mindfulness meditation. And together we both took our experiences, and she also has chronic pain, of putting the book together. and we wanted it to be a tool to teach healthcare professionals, you know, to really understand what was going on with people in chronic pain that it's not just a physical thing but it's every aspect of their life and how the body also changes and We wanted to give them tools to teach the people that were coming to them because I had gone you know for therapy, and I had a horrible experience with one therapist who told me that she also had chronic pain, and all she pretty much told me was that it sucks, <laughs> and that's that's not what I want you know, to learn. I want to learn how to live, again, you know, in, in my body that I have now. So what we do is that we, that's what we teach people. So over the years I developed um, different stages that people go through, and one is six um, stages, psychosocial effects of chronic pain. And I see people going through, like, the initial trauma recovery, the normal healing periods from physical trauma, Um, The third step is time lapses into months. You know, the sufferer is not recovering as predicted by medical providers. The fourth stage is the chronic stage that's been set into motion. The fifth stage is coming to terms with how pain has changed the sufferer's life. And the sixth stage is healing, learning to change the messages, and that's when the sufferer is no longer the sufferer but is the person with chronic pain. So that it's a whole process from being in the pain and having to grab onto you and, you know, controlling every aspect of your life and you finally learning how to take control back and to run your life and take care of yourself and to learn how to recreate yourself. You know, it's almost like a rebirth. And it's really hard because it's, chronic pain is an identity change. You know, it's something that we didn't ask for. But we have to change because our bodies have changed and also developed a treatment tree that looks at every aspect, you know, of a person's life. So it's looking, you know, at the physical and also to look at who you were before, how the trauma affected you, um, who you are now, and then who you, where do you want to see yourself going in the future? So it's just taking the physical part and even opening the mat up, making it broader to show you that you have the capability to change. And what happens with chronic pain when we're not getting the answers from the doctors or or we go through all these operations and procedures and they're not working, um, we feel that we're stuck, this is it, you know, we have to just be this person. And that's not true. You know, there's so many things that we can do. And then in the treatment tree, there's also, you know, the emotional aspects of who you are and all the feelings. And most people with chronic pain get seriously depressed, very, very depressed. And if somebody has had any um, emotional, physical, or sexual abuse even before the chronic pain, their system is already wired. Their nervous system has changed already because of that trauma and then you put chronic pain on top of it, and then it makes it, you know, explosive. So, I mean, that's one of my theories of maybe why medications work for some people and not others and why people need higher dosages because their systems are already changed. So, and then put pain on top of it, then, you know, we, some people need extra medicine or maybe two people, you know, some people are very, very sensitive where they can't have anything. So pain also is very individualized. Everybody's different. Everybody responds differently to medications and even to complementary alternative medicine. And that's why a provider is so important that will sit and talk and work with you step by step. Um, We also discuss in the book about sleep how um, most of us, like the first couple of years I didn't sleep at all. I mean I was up most of the night because I was in so much pain. So you're not sleeping you're not going through REM, you know, you're not going through the right sleep stages, you, you know, your cells aren't working properly, there's not growth going on into the body, and lack of sleep creates more pain and also confusion, you know, lack of focus. So everything's playing on each other. And I can't tell you how many times I went to a doctor, you know, those couple of years, and nobody asked me about sleep. Nobody asked me if I was sleeping or not, and that was a major thing, um, You know, sleep,
1: I am so glad you mentioned this because sleep's a nutrient. I call sleep a nutrient. And we know that uh, lack of sleep causes people to be foggy. Uh, They lose IQ points. They lose focus. They can get depressed. But it's healing. Our immune system seems to thrive or grow with sleep. And... uh, it's The other aspect of this, too, with healing, is that when you're in pain, healing is impaired. Yes, sir. The feedback to the body, and it's why pain management is so important, and that's, that's what you're focusing on, because the pain itself uh, is devastating. As we mentioned earlier, it's a, a full-body effect and when you talked about some people being more susceptible because of past traumas uh, sexual abuse what whatever people have gone through i always think of the camel and the total load mm-hmm. so if the camel is already weak it doesn't take much for the camel to to give way mm-hmm. and so it's it's both what the person's health is, what their resilience is, and what it is they're exposed to. I hear that's what you're saying.
6: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, what I also wanted to say is that even though the book says for healthcare professionals, it's also ideal for people with chronic pain. So, you know, it benefits everybody. But I also wanted to talk about another um, chapter in the book is um, developing a flare-up and relapse prevention plan because when we have chronic pain, we're always flaring up and, you know, we have relapses and sometimes people find it so devastating, you know, people do get suicidal and they, and they do kill themselves, you know, overdose or whatever it is, or, you know, driving, you know, driving accidents. And it's normal for people that have chronic pain to have suicidal thoughts. It really is normal. Um, and the whole reason that people think that is because they have no answer. You know, they've been told so many times just to live with it. So our organization um, gives people hope, and what we try to strive for is to teach people how to live, how to get a quality of life back, and also how to normalize their pain. So part of it is learning that when you have a flare-up, there are certain things that you can do, certain finds that you can see, you know, as you're starting to get more and more pain or your body's getting rigid or you're getting hypersensitive, you know, to lights or sounds or jumpy that it's already starting, you know, this flare-up, this relapse, and how to look at that and how to deal with it. And the relapse plan is not only for the person but for family members also. But
1: Can you give us some uh, specific types of advice or techniques that you recommend?
6: Okay. So the first thing is that um, as soon as we get a flare-up or, or relapse, we go into panic mode. It's like having a panic attack. It's like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Um, You're outside, you don't have your medicines or you don't have your heating pad or your ice pack or you can't lie down at a certain thing, so we go into a whole panic. And when we go into the panic, it's giving the pain permission to just act out, you know, as strongly as possible. So the first thing is to realize that you're going into a panic and just go into your breath of just starting to breathe, you know, to get some kind of focus again and um, to do some deep breathing. And then the other part, too, is that it could just be a cellular memory, that a lot of times our body, you know, holds memories, and it remembers, you know, certain incidents. Like I remember when I went to one doctor, he told me he injured his finger, and every year during winter, that's when, you know, it hurts more, and he believes that's the cellular memory coming out again and responding to the environment and also the emotional, or somebody driving by the um, place where they had the accident, and that may get their pain worse. So the whole thing is to first to um, say that, yeah, you're going through a panic. Yes, you know, you need to calm yourself down. Um, it could be a cellular memory. So go into the breathing, take care of yourself. And then if the pain is still bad, then some people have like a whole thing. like Okay, some people will, um, like in my car, I carry an um, ice, um, ice bag, and I always have my ice pack there. And what's interesting now is that I'm working with a um, Chinese doctor now and doing Chinese medicine, and he's telling me that the ice um, stops um, the—I um, just went blank for a second—the energy going through my body. It's blocking all the meridians. So this is something I have learned all the years, and now I'm trying to change that, which is really hard because I feel that if I don't use the ice that my pain is just going to keep escalating and escalating, and then I'm going to have to take you know stronger medicines. So that's something that I'm personally you know working on right now. But um, some people, um, they, in their trucks or their cars, they have a mattress and they lie down. So if they're out anywhere, they can lie down in their mattress. Some people bring music with them. We do guided imagery meditation so that if the pain gets really bad, we just go into that image wherever we are and try to focus on that and right away as soon as you do guided imagery it does bring down the level of pain because your brain actually believes that you are in that image you know the more detailed you can get in the image that helps you calm down the more the brain believes
1: that you're there well Gwen what I'd like you to do is talk more about this in, okay. in our final segment this okay. is really the nuts and bolts okay. and we're interested and for you who have just tuned in I'm Dana Lake your host you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by village green apothecary please stay with us we'll be right back after this break with more guidance on what to do for chronic pain
2: mega food premium whole food supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals
3: and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for. For white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
4: For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting Omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of Omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes and flexible joints, Plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils
5: did you get enough lutein today to support eye health most americans consume only two milligrams per day yet populations with good eye health often consume six to twenty milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging vision optimizer from gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin and 13 other vitamins phytonutrients and herbs that support eye health and function reduce eye fatigue and promote eye comfort for more information visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary.
0: Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team of 50 includes pharmacists, nutritionists, a clinical herbalist, and a naturopath offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530
1: 0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane here in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. You can tune in next Sunday for Kevin's discussion on vegan whole food supplements. The show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com and you can visit the site to hear this show again or previous shows. Today our guest has been Gwen Herman and our topic is pain connection, support for chronic pain sufferers and their families. And she is a co-author of a book called Making the Invisible Visible, Chronic Pain Manual for Healthcare Providers. But as she pointed out, this is not just for healthcare providers, it's for patients and families as well. And that term invisible, she Gwen very nicely explained that if you see someone with a cast or a cane, you know they have something physical. But so much of pain is invisible, and people can look whole and still be having problems. And at the end of the last segment, we were talking about what you do when you have flare-ups, how you control it. She's mentioned the breathing techniques, uh, imagery, guided imagery, meditation, uh, rest, and having those available so you can pull those tools out when you need them. So I think we've learned a lot, wanted to emphasize what she emphasized about sleep. And um, I mentioned that sleep is, is healing. It's a nutrient. And sleep, ha- good restorative sleep has to be accomplished for healing to take place. So, Gwen, could we talk some more about uh, what I call the techniques, what people can do? Uh, follow through with that, please. Yeah,
6: yeah. Um, <clears throat> just when I had the break, I was thinking about something else which is um, there have been studies done with people with fibromyalgia chronic fatigue syndrome that they used to think that the gray matter in the brain um, used to die. And the gray matter helps with focus, you know, concentration. And what they found out, though, recently is that it doesn't die, but that it actually shrinks. So, um, So it means that we can repair, you know, our body, you know, our brains. And some of the ways also is by meditation. They studied Buddhist monks who meditated, you know, 40 minutes a day, and they showed, you know, how much um, activity they had in their brain and how health, you know, health, health, healthy it was, you know, for them. And also that doing puzzles like Sudoku, crossword, pu- crossword puzzles, are so important because you're learning new things. And um, one of our board members, um, Neil Goldstein, um, has this passion for doing uh, acrostic um, puzzles. So what he did is that he developed a book for us called Painless Puzzles of the Acrostic Kind, and it's to teach people how to do the puzzles. And it's also you know, a distraction, but also what it's doing is making your mind work. It's making it learn something new. It's growing that gray matter back, which helps people you know, with chronic fatigue, chronic pain, um, to get more focus, you know, to help with their memory also. So there's all these different things that um, we can do you know, to help ourselves. And the main part, too, is to really stay in the present, because what happens is that when we think about what we used to do and um, we get angry at ourselves and we send all these negative information to ourselves and we're always saying, oh, you know, you're horrible, you're not good enough, you know, you feel guilty, and it's all these negative messages. So part of getting better also is learning affirmations of saying that you are a good person or you are allowed to say no. Or, you know, if you planned on doing maybe three things today, that it's okay to just do two or one or not to do anything at all, but to give yourself permission to listen to your body and to see what you are able to do. And it's so important to stay in the present because when you go in the past, that's when people get really, really depressed and they get into this whole dark side. So it's important to, when we talk about um, the grief process also, that people go through is that, you know, we're grieving for our lives because of all the losses, but part of it also is that we have to stay in the present and, um, doesn't that,
1: when someone, and I have this happen uh, as a practitioner, they, I can tell they love their story. Yeah. yeah. And they've got to tell it yeah. in excruciating detail. Yeah. And almost as if they're addicted to it, not to tell the story, okay, here's my information. Yeah. Here's what you need to know. This is what happened to me. It's not a neutral experience. And I, I look at their eyes. Yeah. And I even sometimes see, pleasure in their eyes because this is who they are this defines them and they need to tell you about it and that impedes getting well and i love that you say stay in the present and i like to tell people where do you want to be it's like a trip if you don't you know where you are but where do you want to be what are your goals and what are you doing every day to get there uh and you mentioned listening to the body i tell people to embrace the body part That hurts. And you know, I noticed that when we hurt ourselves, you, you hit your elbow or you, you hurt your finger, you immediately grab the part. Your hand goes to it. And I always think that these innate activities mean something. Well, imagine energy, light, healing coming from that hand to that part. If we really make an effort, um, we're focusing on healing rather than hating <laughs> the hurting body part.
6: Yeah, yeah. no, definitely, yeah. And um, and I think also is that so many of us were so giving and did so much for others. So here all of a sudden we're at a point where we can't do it, so we feel that we're completely worthless. And because we're worthless, then we get depressed. And uh, we start... We start Stop loving ourselves. Stop loving our bodies. And it's a whole learning process of how do you start to learn to love yourself again? And it's really hard for people in chronic pain when they're hurting so badly to to think that oh you know you know I can love again. I can be happy again. It's it's a it's a complete changeover. But the main thing is is to realize that if you stay in the past, you cannot go forward at all. And there are some people that do get secondary gain that really like the illness, and, you know, it's feeding them somehow. And, you know, those type of people maybe are not going to get better. But um, for people who really do want to improve, it's really important that you work through this whole process. It's a whole process. You just can't tell somebody to say, oh, you have pain. You know, I read this thing. You know, if you just think positive, you're fine. You know, they'll just laugh at you because, you know, they've been trying to do that. So it's a whole it's a process. It's a grieving process that somebody goes through. And what I wanted to say also about that relapse prevention plan is that it's really good for family members and significant others because families feel completely helpless. They they don't know what to do to help you. You know, they feel horrible that you're going through all this pain, and, and a lot of times they're angry at you also because you're not the person they married or, you know, the sister that they wanted to be. And um, so the, the relapse plan is for things for them to do so that if they see you going through something, they know what to do. They don't have to ask you you know, they could bring the heating pad. They can put on nice music. They can just tell you, you know what, don't worry about anything. I'm going to take care of it right now. Or, you know, my daughter used to read me Harry Potter when I had migraines. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I didn't hear a word she said. I used to lie to her say, no, this is wonderful. But it was just her, her being with me was just so soothing. And for her, she was helping me. And now she's majoring in social work. So that even if there's Negative things going on with your family, the children are also learning positives. you know they're they're seeing you what you're going through, and they're learning from you. So even though we think we're so worthless, we're still we're still parents, we're still functioning people. It's just the way we see ourselves. you know we get so down on ourselves. And I really recommend counseling for everybody you know that has severe chronic pain you know or a disability you know, to help you through the process. But it's really important to go to somebody that understands the whole mechanisms of chronic pain because they can set you back also. But... um
1: Seven very times. good, very, it, and yeah. your book, I want to just mention it again, Making the Invisible, Visible Chronic Pain Manual uh, for Healthcare Providers, but as you said, it really is for everyone, yeah. and you co-authored it with Mary French. So. Yeah.
6: And we also have a section in the book which has to do with all, you know, complementary alternative medicines and techniques. So we have different providers writing articles like on acupuncture, massage therapy, you know, Reiki, gentle movement, um, you know different nutrition so that people can read something by a professional you know who understands the mechanisms of pain and how nutrition is so important in chronic pain because there's so many things that we eat that inflame our body you know rather than help us and you know massage therapy is so helpful for so many people and there's all different types of techniques you can use and acupuncture really helps and especially with acupuncture, what I've learned is that, you know, I've gone to like four acupunctures before I have the one that I'm seeing now, is that there's all different types of acupuncture. (laughs) Yes. And this is something I had no idea with. So, you know, you go to somebody, you don't know their background, their training, you know, did they take a weekend class, you know, or two classes, or did they study at, you know, Thai Sophia for like two or, you know, three years. Yes. So it's so important that we become informed of when we go to a practitioner, Um, of what their background is, and I find it still helpful that when I know a practitioner has chronic pain or an illness, I find them better practitioners because I know they've gone through so many searches of trying to find what's going to help them that they're more open with their clients too. But I'm not saying anything bad about, you know, people who don't have that experience, but I just find that people who have been through the same situation are more open to trying new things and realizing what's out there and And how sometimes mostly with chronic pain is that, you know, you finally get something that works and then all of a sudden it changes. So, you know, and chronic pain changes from moment to moment. You know, pain goes up and down all day long, and it's not always the same. So, you know, somebody can be up and down on the scale all day long. And um, so that's why that treatment plan is so important and learning how to pace yourself. And I think that's probably the hardest thing is pacing yourself so that you don't get into a flare-up, and I know people don't even have to do anything to get into a flare-up, but it's just learning, you know, how to live your life according, you know, to your body.
1: Well, Gwen, yeah. this is a wealth of information, <laughs> and I'm so glad you were on the show. And if, if people can always download this from myvillagegreen.com to to hear it and grasp all of, of the good advice that you have given.
6: I say uh, one more thing. Sure. Okay. Um, we're having a eight-week program starting next um, Friday. It's called Filling the Gaps in Pain Care, and it teaches you about neuroplasticity, you know, the ability of the brain to change yes. itself and the nerve pathways when you have chronic pain. And we're going to be teaching about guided imagery and meditation and working from the book, you know, making the invisible visible. And we bring in speakers, and it's a fantastic group, you know, for people to really get a hold on, you know, What's Give us the
1: in uh, contact case. information for you for that. Yeah. How how can people get to you? So
6: our telephone number is 301-231-0008, and our website is www.painconnection.org.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Gwen, for being with
6: us. Oh, Thank you so much for having me on your show.
1: And thank you, listeners, for joining us on The Essentials of Healthy Living here at 1500 a.m. You can access this show or any of the previous shows through myvillagegreen.com. And please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day.
0: Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda,
2: 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.